No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Welcome to Right Now, the official podcast of the New Right Network. I am your host, Brenna McCalka, and with New Right Network. And with me today is Scott Pressler. Scott, how are you doing? Life is so good. Thank you for having me today. Thanks for joining. I appreciate that. So um, I'm just really excited to have you because I've been following you for a couple of years since the MAGA movement started. And um, I really love how you really, you get out of, like, you're not just on behind the screen being a troll or anything like that, or just saying you're <laughs> actually get out of bed and put yourself on the line. And I think it's so commendable because, um, you. you know, it kind of brings danger, you know, where I, I was reading a little bit about you. Where did you grow up in Jacksonville and Northern Virginia? Where are you actually on the lines in both places? Or did you start in uh, Northern Virginia? Cause that's more of a hot spot. I think, well, they're kind of both hot spots, but what do you think? I got my start in Northern Virginia because uh, a lot of people don't know really the background story of my life, but I started off as a dog walker and I ended up working at an Alexandria city public school, uh, to work in an elementary school. It was never my dream. That's not what I wanted to do, but I couldn't find a job in my field, which was criminal justice. So I did what any self-respecting American would do, and I got a job. But it was President Obama who inspired me to become an activist. So while I was working up in Northern Virginia, and after he got reelected, I said, you need to go out and start volunteering. So Northern Virginia is where I started volunteering for Ken Cuccinelli for governor. And that name might sound familiar to you because Ken Cuccinelli, the former AG of Virginia, was just named the acting director of the U.S. Immigration Services. So it was kind of a weird moment for me to see like my whole political career come kind of full circle with Cuccinelli being in the Trump administration right now. So you were protesting against Obama or... I, well, he inspired me. President Obama's reelection was the moment when I said, okay, I can sit at home and I can complain and I can just be a troll like you said, or a keyboard warrior, or I can actually do something. I can become an activist. And so President Obama inspired me to volunteer for my local Republican party. Oh, amazing. And then, so that got you more maybe familiar with how to speak on certain things, talking points. But what actually got you to go out? Because you go out on the front line where you're like at the corner of a of an intersection, and you have I I believe you always have like a like a, a fact, like something about the black community or something. So tell me a little bit more about that. So well, I become more angry <laughs> as time goes on. I never thought I would be the guy standing on a street corner. You know, I've always done. Uh, door knocking and phone banking and all the typical campaigning things that you do to win elections. 
But as my anger was fueled by inaction, both with the Democrats and the Republicans, I just thought to myself, you need to do even more. And so I thought, look at the Democrats. What are the Democrats doing? They are out protesting and demonstrating and marching and uh, they're out getting their message to the independent voters, the middle of the road people and people just, uh, you know, going about their their day-to-day lives. And so I figured if the Democrats are doing it and there's no Republican ideology, no other side of the voice out there, then they're going to dominate people's thoughts. And we need to have our people out there to give a different message and a different vision. So when I go out on the street corner, I do it strategically. I either go out in the morning at rush hour at seven o'clock AM, or I'll do it at 5.30 at rush hour in the evening. So that way I'm strategically going out to maximize my effort to reach people. And I'll have a sign like, you know, blacks before legals or why do Democrats choose legal aliens over the black community, veterans before legals. My biggest issue is immigration, plain and simple. I think immigration is the biggest threat to our country, um, both internally, fiscally, and then also a threat to the safety and security of the American people. And we've seen that. Uh, most recently that ISIS recruiters were telling us that they were instructed to enter our country through our open, porous southern border. So basically, um, I was just a a guy that got inspired to take action, and I became more and more angry, and I just keep doing more and more things as I keep getting angrier. (laughs) But with that being said, I do things um, smart. I do things to be effective and strategic. I'm not just doing something to do it. I have a plan behind my actions and I, I have a strategic vision behind everything that I do. So um, you go out independently or alone? Are you by yourself? Independently, yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll be out there alone. Actually, most of the time I'm alone. Just a guy with a loud horn. Some of my followers on Twitter call it a MAGA horn. And I'll be out there with my sign as well, just by myself. But sometimes people will come out there and talk to me. Sometimes people will come out there and stand with me as well. I've had strangers come off the street and come introduce themselves and just say, I love the work that you're doing. So you never know what you're going to get on a street corner. What is your craziest moment? Like your most, I've read something that people call, I know that, you know, there was a one lady that called the cops on you and they kind of drove by and laughed. But what is the most insane account that you've ever had um well i definitely i get the cops called on me all the time and then usually the cops just come by and say are you okay and i say yes and somebody would say you know uh the cop we told the cops that uh you know you were running out in the middle of the street which isn't true but just recently i had a guy come up to me and uh, he was very hostile his body language was very antagonistic and i thought for a second he may try to hit me but my friend was reporting the entire time, and I'm not scared. I, I'm I'm honestly you not scared. Do you carry anything with you? Protection of anything? Um, nope, I don't carry anything with me. No protection, no nothing. Um, I'm just out there with my sign and my, my loud horn. And, uh, you know, there are so many people driving by that if something did, did happen, there would be witnesses, there would be yeah. people who would be able to, to speak on my behalf. So, you know, I'm always strategic where I stand as well. I'm, I'm very smart about it. But um, no, I, filled, I pulled out my phone and we were recording him 
And um, as I was telling my message of, you know, I think it's actually racist for Democrats to choose illegal aliens over uh, veterans, over um, Hispanics, Blacks, uh, the American people. Um, and I told him that I have, you know, 300,000 followers on Twitter, and he decided to, you know, run away scared with his tail, you know, in between his legs. And so what we need to do is we need to publicly shame the Democrats when they uh, act violently, when they act um, irrationally uh, towards us and try to shut us down with their fascism, you know, because I have every right under the free uh, First Amendment to free speech and freedom of expression. If you're trying to shut down my speech, that is actually fascism and bigotry. And so I believe in publicly shaming the Democrats. And that's exactly what we did. And that video went viral. That video got hundreds of thousands of views, thousands of retweets. And I did not back down. And I will not back down, ever. We need more of that because I feel like, uh, like I live in Los Angeles, literally the prime spot in, in, in Hollywood area and regarding liberalism. And, um, you know, it is, I would be really scared for you to do that, like down in Hollywood Boulevard all the time, for sure. Um, I do it. I, I, <laughs> but I, but that's the thing we would need to be in like together as a group. Like, I feel like, I, I mean, yeah, you would, I'm sure be brave enough to do it independently, but I don't know. People get very violent. I see here. And, um, it's just sad. So I agree with you with, um, immigration being my most important topic as well. And I just read, did you hear about how May was the highest month for uh, illegal crossings? Uh, I think it was like, a, tell me if I'm wrong, it was like 149,000 just in May alone. 144,000. Yeah, because I was reading, I was reading um, in Louisiana, um, one of the great senators there was talking about how 144,000 illegal aliens came across or tried to come across the border. And that was as much as one of the parishes that they have in Louisiana. And I thought that was brilliant to really bring it down to a relatable um, understanding for people. A parish, you know, it's kind of like a county in Louisiana. Yeah. And, um, and that is a lot of people. That is a lot of people. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. They're standing, I heard, on top of toilets. So there's no room in these facilities. So I just yeah. don't understand how, if they're all about human, uh, you know, rights and human, how is that not a factor in this? Is it they, all they for the It's for the votes, right? No, they, they, they don't care. They don't care. Otherwise, if they really cared about fentanyl and drugs coming across the border, Democrats would secure our border. If Democrats actually cared about sex trafficking and little boys and little girls yeah. um, suffering human rights abuses being used for their bodies for sex, then they would help secure the border. If they actually cared about Kate Steinle and Molly Tibbetts and Nisa Mickens and, um, and Kayla Cuevas, all girls who were killed by either MS-13 or illegal aliens, if they actually cared about women and women's rights, then they would help to secure the border. The truth is the Democrat party does not care about us. They do not care or they would agree with securing the border and making sure that we are safe and secure. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more with you. Um, well, happy pride. Thank you. <laughs> you, um, Thank you. And, I'm sorry. And I celebrate um, all pride. You know, I don't care if you are straight pride or Jewish pride or gay pride or Hispanic pride, whatever. I think that we should all be proud of who we are, no matter what that is, and do it well. 
Do you think that there's more people like you out there that are almost afraid to come out of the closet again and support the president? You know, and oh, oh my gosh, yes. Uh, I think a, a lot of Trump voters are afraid to come out. I've seen more and more people be brave, and that's kind of what I do with my Twitter, is I want to empower the Trump yeah. voter to raise their voice. You are very inspiring, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, no, you inspired me. I just, I wish I had more uh, mega people around me to like actually go out. I'm a, you know, female and I don't want to get brutally beaten up. Um, so I feel like this is better for me to, I'm going to be writing an article on the fact that California just uh, is giving a hundred million dollars towards illegals, yet the homelessness is absolutely, I mean, I lived here for 15 years and how it is increased is absolutely astronomically. It's the liberals that are in place that are keep being put in place and they're not putting the, they're not putting the programs or just paying the people in the programs. They're not actually doing anything regarding it and putting more towards, you know, the illegals and not the black and uh, lower income white families. I just, and Hispanics. So. Absolutely. We have 50,000 homeless veterans. We have half a million homeless in our country. Why is it, just why, to anybody watching this, ask yourself, why do illegal aliens receive government housing, but we can't take care of our own people, but we can't house our own people. And that's not a Republican or Democrat issue, but it is when Democrats choose illegal aliens over our people. That, that should be an American issue that we put our people first, but it's, it's just, uh, it's wrong that the Democrat party is choosing illegal aliens over our people. Exactly. And one of the talking points when you bring and you say exactly that, that what you just said, I hear, um, which I've kind of said that too, you hear the response or talking points is, well, all the money the federal government puts in the military, this and that and the other thing. And it's like, that's two different things. California is the richest state and it's the sixth richest uh, economy in the world. So it's, uh, how is it that the, the homeless population is like that? Um, and, and, and that in federal and state, I mean, they're just trying to blur the lines and cause confusion and they're not, they're not getting to the problem at the heart of it. Absolutely. Yeah. What did you do with uh, Brandon? recently with the walk away campaign. I saw you. Uh, yes, I went to the uh, walk away uh, first anniversary of the walk away campaign, which is huge for Brandon. We're so proud of him. Uh, Brandon has been such a good friend and I'm thrilled to be a part of the walk away family with people like Tracy and, and Zach. And um, so Brandon was kind enough uh, not only to have me at the walk away anniversary, but he allowed me to talk about that I launched my own website, scottpressler.org, and uh, this is the first time that I've ever launched my own website, so this has been really cool for me. So Mom. I'm now, <laughs> thank you. And, uh, and basically what I've been doing to anybody that, that doesn't know my work is I've been traveling across the country teaching Republican activism training, basically trying to rev up the base, turn my 290,000 followers, uh, from 
cyber activists into real life activists where they go out and register voters and knock on doors and write letters and community organize. So basically I teach people how to do what I do in order to win in 2020. And so on my website, scottpressler.org, you can click on where it says invite Scott and uh, put in there where you want me to come to your city and I've been arranging with people to come all across the country. So I'm going to Cincinnati, I'm going to Reading, uh, Pennsylvania, I'm planning Lubbock, Texas, Las Vegas, Nevada, Bradenton, Florida, Brooksville, Florida. I'm literally traveling from coast to coast all across the country because we need to win in 2020 and it starts, starts right now in 2019. It already started <laughs> we gotta do exactly yeah just said that's amazing i love it so my last question is what is your five-year plan what do you have planned for the next five years um my five-year plan is i'm kind of riding by the seat of my pants but if you had to ask me scott what is your dream goal well yeah. for one my dream goal is to reelect President Trump on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, with a Republican Senate majority and a House that has flipped from blue to red, giving all three chambers of Congress, um, um, excuse me, of our government, to Republicans, the executive, judicial, and legislative. And then um, I would love to see um, eventually, you know, through no um, malicious ending, uh, Justices Ginsburg and Breyer replaced with two conservative constitutional justices, giving us a seven to two majority on the Supreme Court, uh, thus giving us a legacy for the next couple generations of constitutional freedom and protections. And I would like to work for President Trump's administration when he's reelected. And uh, that's my goal. I would love to work for President Trump once he's reelected in 2020. You just put it out there and that's how you manifest things, Scott. And I think that's amazing, right. right? That's right, put it out into the atmosphere and work towards it and never give up. I mean, I have one of the weirdest lives and the weirdest stories, but the reason why I'm known as a persistence is because I persist despite resistance and I've never given up. I've always been determined to succeed. And I think that I'm a, a good example of the American dream that you can go from dog walker to helping to elect president of the United States. Beautiful. And that's right. That's the American dream, 100%. Thank you so much, Scott, for joining us today at the Right Now podcast for the New Right Network. It really meant a lot to me that you joined. And I wish the best of luck for you and all of your endeavors. And God bless. And thank you so much. And um, if you could follow New Right Network and everyone out there listening, follow New Right Network on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, that'd be fabulous. And also follow at Persistence, the Persistence Scott Pressler. Thank you so much. And scottpressler.org. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to New Right Network, mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com. <laughs>